McLaren wants it. McLaren takes a touch. You were clinical, and uh, I know strikers like to keep records and stats. Uh, eight away from Bessa Parisha now, is that right? Uh, no, I think it's nine. Nine. Nine, okay. How soon do you reckon you can get them? Oh, look, every week, like I said to you before the game, every week I go out there believing I can score goals. And um, like I said, if it happens this season or in the future, um, I'll keep cracking. But at this point in time, it's best up Rich's record and um, full respect to him. So, yeah, my head will be down uh, trying to score more goals. Okie dokie, artichokey, here we go with another episode of The Four Man Wall, a podcast on Australian football slash soccer at its finest. I'm your host, Jashan, coming at you from Melbourne's inner south for the last time as I am in the middle of a big old move and joining me from the aesthetically pleasing eastern suburbs, he's always the last one to join the Discord chat. It's the Melbourne City mega fan, Andy Gibson. Oh, man, thank you, Deshaun. Um, yes, great to be here as usual, but uh, yeah, I'm a bit sad that it's the last time I'll hear your lovely voice from the uh, inner southeast. Yeah, the west just doesn't quite have the same... I'm beyond nerve. The same pizzazz about it. No, no. It is... You shut your mouth, or I'll walk down to your apartment, or, <laughs> and punch you in the chin, or I'll just yell verbal abuse from my balcony, which you'll probably be able to hear. <laughs> it's not that close, but okay. All right, all right, mm-hmm. calm down. Close. Uh, the third voice you're going to hear, he cuts his own hot chips. He reckons The Bachelor isn't what it used to be. On Twitter, he's NPL player Oz Scopes. But here, he is Damon Sarah. Another incredible introduction there, Jashan. Thank you very much. Uh, Thanks, yes, uh, <laughs> first impressions of The Bachelor. I'm not too sure what Channel uh, 10 are going with there, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the season progresses. <laughs> oh, no. Exciting stuff. You're going to do a prediction for uh, The Bachelor, a la your prediction of the, uh, the A-League table? Uh, I'll just say the opposite of whatever happens. Uh, wherein you had the Raw finishing 12th. Yes. Ooh. Pretty pretty embarrassing from your end, considering that the Raw are on their way to being premiers. Let's go, <laughs> Brisbane. And uh, last but not least, <clears throat> oh gosh, bit of a frog in the throat there, sorry. Uh, he would drive 200 kilometres to get a potato cake from Damo. It's uh, it's Nicholas. Oh, thank you, Deshaun. Um, I don't know why I would drive 200 kilometres um, to get a potato cake from Damo when I can just get one. On my way home from work at the Geelong train station, a bit easier for me. You said in you said in the group chat that you would drive two hundred kilometres. To no. actually, no, I think you said this in our little recording last time we had a chat. You said that you would drive two hundred kilometres to get a potato cake from Damo. I do not recall that statement. What I did say this week, however, was <laughs> if I worked in a fish and chip shop, we would be out of potato cakes by uh, seven p.m. because I'd be smoking my own stash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had some potatoes what, in there. My potato? partner made a lovely curry tonight and they had some lovely potatoes in it, you know. I do have good potatoes though. Like. We talking russets, Damo? Just potatoes. <laughs> Just oh. plain old simple potatoes. <laughs> Alright, can't go wrong with plain old potatoes. Alright, let's get stuck into it, fellas. The A-League happened, there were games, there were there was drama, there was stories. Uh, shall we get stuck into uh, the Sydney Wellington game first? Mm. Lots of things happened in this game. Uh, Nick, take it away. I want you. I want to start with you today, bud. I'd just like to remind all people on the podcast that put their phones to silent. Oh, sorry, the, uh, <laughs> doing that now. <laughs> that, that, that should be a, a five dollar fine to the, the you know, mm. to, to the end of season budget. trip. Yeah. 
Yeah, the end of end season, season trip. trip yeah. <laughs> um, that would be no a good worries. idea, actually. I'll, I'll end pay. Of trip. Yeah. We'll, we'll go uh, to the grand final in Sydney. Uh, nah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, we might be able to get free tickets. Uh, anyways, speaking yeah. of uh, uh, dismal events that happen in Sydney, uh, the Sydney-Wellington game, dismally refereed, uh, it could be said, but justice uh, was delivered to Wellington. Uh, it was a great, it was a great game. Arguably, you could say it was the game of the season. Uh, I'll let you lads decide on that. I think my personal game of the season was the Central Coast Western Sydney game, where uh, Central Coast oh, delivered Western Sydney their first loss. But Wellington, uh, what a what a clutch win! You know, one 0 up for ten in yeah. ten minutes. That's a long time to hold a lead away from home. And Unbelievable the stuff. Chaos that ensued. Uh, oh God, testing my memory when the first word, the first and second red card. Seventy minute, seventieth minute, mate. Clay over the seventieth minute, and then um, uh, another human, yeah. Pennington at eighty six. That's a long time. Because he tried uh, to strangle someone to death. Well, yeah, strangling's not. Was it strangling? I thought it was but, uh, a head buddy was talking about. There it was, was a, a lot of going on. A bit of a, <laughs> a, bit of a you know, UFC uh, way off, nose to nose, uh, face off, and mm, then a bit of a yeah. bit of hands to the neck. Look, I think, yeah, look, probably a red, but they'll, and you don't know what happened. Maybe there was some words exchanged. Maybe there was clear antagonizer on the field. Uh, Anti-Italian discrimination. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it was, but then. To hold on with uh, nine men is quite remarkable. The two penalties, I reckon the first one wasn't there whatsoever. Uh, that's uh, mm. no doubt in my mind about that. It hit him, the ball made contact with him on his back shoulder blade. That is not That is not a handball. Like, and it's not like his arm was even in a, I, I might be out of touch with the handball rules because I think they went through a bit of an update in between World Cups. But that is not a handball. And then uh, the second penalty probably was there, but cause and effect wouldn't have happened if they weren't clearing, if they weren't defending um, from the penalty rebound. So uh, justice deserved to Wellington. I, I made the wrong decision not to turn on the TV that afternoon. Let's just say that I was having a busy Saturday and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll turn it on and then never got to it. And then I saw, saw the tweets and I was like, oh, I made the wrong decision. Yeah, I think you're very, very pro Wellington. I love Wellington uh, as a team. I think it's it's good quality. And the penalties, yeah, a bit questionable, but the red cards were both fair. Creo's tackle was shit. Like, you go and studs up like that, you're going to do something potentially dangerous. So he should have been sent off. And then Pennington, like, the second you put your hands on someone's neck, like, you're done. That's just stupid. It's hockey. I, no matter what the other guy says, like, you don't put your hands on someone's neck. It's That's, mm. just, that's just daft. So I think Wellington, they kind of put themselves in a bit of a hole. And yeah, shout out to them for, um, <laughs> you know, lasting it out. Shout out to Ollie Sale for saving that first pen as well. He's an shout absolute gun. Oh my God, honestly. You know but I'll, I'll ask you, Damon, my first burning question of the night. Three burning questions. Is Ufuk Tali uh, the best coach in the league? Sort of. <laughs> now that Kiznorbo's gone... I suppose you could say that there's only really... It can't be Popovich, mate. Popovich is a bona fraud, mate. 
Montgomery's probably up there. Yeah. He's your number one now. That because Norbert's gone. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, Tele, I think for the longevity that he's had somewhat success with Wellington, uh, he has to be probably considered the best manager um, in the A League. Yeah. There you go. Bloody oath. Not bad. Even though Corricard probably has more <laughs> to his name. But we'll just say that that was more just him literally just going on from what Arnold did yeah. at Sydney FC all those years. And it's fair to say that Sydney obviously have a just... lot more in terms of resources than Wellington did. Yeah, that's exactly right. So you take into, a, uh, into, into hand those aspects, then you kind of have to balance out that, yes, Tele probably is the more well-rounded, flexible uh, coach. Yeah, it's fair shot. He's done well with what he's got too. I think Zavard has been a pretty good pickup. Um, you know, pops yeah. up with goals every now and again. Yeah. I don't know. I how... think now that now that Wayne's probably gone. Yeah. Um, probably gives Zavada a little bit more opportunity to have that weight off his shoulders. Yeah. And go out and just play his normal game. Whereas I think before he was probably trying to keep. Ben Wayne out of the team, as opposed to scoring goals. Yeah. He was trying too hard. That's a fair um, point. And I think now that he that Wayne has gone, he doesn't have that competition, so he knows that um, the team is going to play to him. Yeah, he's a target man, right? Uh, yeah. Ball's not going to be the target man. And you saw like how dominant he was in the air. Like he was, mm. he was a monster. Yeah, Jack Rodwell couldn't handle him, brother. Alas, I was I was wrong with Jack my Rodwell pro. Jack Rodwell can't handle himself sometimes. <laughs> I was wrong with my pro Jack Rodwell chat from last week. Uh, instantly been proven wrong. Uh, that's yeah, you hate to see it, but alas. What about yourself, Andy? What did you make of the uh, the refereeing and the play in this one? Yeah, look, um, it's definitely controversial, wasn't it? Yeah, that I, I agree with Nick in that first uh, first penalty. I definitely didn't think that was there either. Like, um, I don't think that's that's a handball and. In anyone's mm-hmm. books, but anyway, that justice was served with uh, Oli Sales' uh, brilliant save. And yeah, I, I'm not too sure about the uh, the red card for the strangling. Like, I obviously you had the hands on the neck, but I don't, don't know how much force was in it. But I guess I guess you gotta, you know, if you see the hands on the neck, I guess you gotta make that that call, don't you? Like, there can't be any grey yeah. area. That's right. But um, yeah, I think yeah, definitely the refereeing paid um, its favoured Sydney. But yep. uh, yeah, justice was served when uh, they missed both the penalties. Pretty pretty poor from uh, Lafondra ah. there in the end. Did he take po- both pens, Lafondra? Yeah. Fuck me. Well, mm. I, he's not taking any more, surely. <laughs> <laughs> he would definitely be uh, definitely be oh. uh, practicing a lot of those on the training track, I reckon. Oh, he should be fired. Um. Anyways. <laughs> Regardless of Adam Adam Lafraudra, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I like Am that. I right? Am I right? <laughs> Did you like that? That was good. good for we had a, we had a lot of one nil uh, one nil wins. Fraud of the week award coming. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And uh, but let's let's not, let's not talk about that. How about Central Coast Mariners against Adelaide United coming into this weekend? Yeah, the game I watched instead of <laughs> Sydney Wellington game. <laughs> Well, I mean, it would have been a fair bit more entertaining, mate. I'm not going to lie. Um, I mean, I suppose if 
no red cards and oh no, there was there a was a red card for his AEs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a terrible tackle. I didn't see that one because I was still in the pool. I think in the pool. Well, oh, we had a bit of a swim, mate. Damo, living it up. Oh, yeah, having a bit of a, a swim. A dip. Are you are you a backstroke kind of guy or what, what are we talking? I have about there's about four or five strokes before I have to turn around, so it's oh yeah, it's not really that. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'm more of a freestyle. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been more of a breaststroke guy lately. I don't mind a bit of breaststroke, but... Um... Yeah, it's actually... I think it's actually more of a workout. Mm. Breaststroke. Yeah. yeah. Good for your chest, mate. Really good for your chest. Yeah, uh, that's it. But um, I, I usually uh, mix that up a bit. I just go maybe, like, a few laps of uh, freestyle, yeah. a few laps of breaststroke, and then just kind of just uh, walk around... And uh, recover. Yep. Yeah, fair uh, shout. Uh, the cool down, they say. It's, uh, you the know. cool down, yeah. yeah. So yep. I warm up in the pool when yeah. it's really cold. That's it. And then uh, warm down. <laughs> Mate, I love hitting up the pool. I've got my own routine too. Because your building has a pool. Yeah, mate. Hit, hit, hit the shower, you know, like the pool shower. That way, you're wet. You don't have that, that sh- chill. You don't have that shock value yeah. of the cold. So I find I can just like walk straight in, yeah. um, drop the body to the to the shoulder. But drop line, the know. body, you reckon? Easy peasy. Then I uh, hit up the steam rooms, hit up the saunas. <laughs> oh my um, god! It's good. It's good for muscle recovery. You know, <laughs> my muscles are always, yeah. in, always in fatigue, mainly because I. Um, Did you not? Do you have a shower uh, after the pool though to wash off all the chlorine or? Of course, of course. So you're double like, showering, mate. That's 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 a waste. I of water. usually just use the pool as a shower. But the chlorine, Damo. Uh, the chemicals. Oh, wow. It's not good for your skin. Uh, it doesn't look like it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, enough pool chat. This is ridiculous. Anyway, back to <laughs> back to the four-man war. Can I, can I ask, uh, whoever wants to answer, I don't really mind, but uh, who, are the, who, are, who are the better strikers? The Central Coast Attack or the uh, Adelaide United Defence? Probably the Adelaide United defenders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> considering the attacks on uh, Jacob Farrell. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> but in yeah. all seriousness, just like if if, if Isaias <laughs> doesn't take out old mate's ankle there, um, is this more of an even game, or was Central Coast just a level above the entire the entire ninety minutes? I think uh, yeah, they were just a level above the entire ninety minutes. Yeah. Uh, they just looked better on the ball. They moved it better, and life without Garang is nothing but a thing. <laughs> God, <laughs> that is top that tier clean. stuff, boys. <laughs> oh no, Framing it all. Hey, that's that's pretty good, eh? Hey? That's pre- that's very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> very very impressive. No, in all seriousness, Sam Silvera was uh, outstanding and. Similar circumstances to Ben Wayne leaving, uh, the doors opened for him with Garang leaving. Yeah. And um, now that there's not that hype around Garang and playing each week and yada yada yada, this is Sam Silvera's prime opportunity to show what he can actually do. He's been overseas and hasn't worked out, but we've seen countless times with players coming back to the league that if they can dominate the league and then go back to Europe, generally they tend to do better. Yeah, no, I don't mind that. uh, This could be another prime opportunity. 
Three goals and two mm. assists on the season so far for Sammy Silvera. Um, Benny and Yeah, it could have been... No, I think it's four goals. Could have had five. One was ruled out. Uh, not uh, in terms of this game or in terms of Silvera's season? Uh, season, yeah. Now, according to the official A-League stats page I'm looking at, he's got three goals and two assists in 11 matches. Is that so? That is so. That's Google right there, mate. That's Google taking mm. care of business. I am not so trustworthy <laughs> of that. Fair enough. But uh, Enkelolo got on the score sheet as well, um, as well yeah. as you know the two Adelaide defenders. So, yeah, Central Coast yeah. not struggling to score goals as much as we thought they might have without Garansky. Yes. Well, to be fair to the uh, defenders, they probably um, didn't have much, much they could have done about the goals, whereas... Uh, I think if you're talking about Leo Lacroix, <laughs> he's notched up his fourth goal of the season. <laughs> his fucking fourth. He's on fire. Golden boot. Here I he love comes. It. It's a perfect segue because obviously that, that went for Central Coast and the loss for Western Sydney, which we'll talk about later, puts them second. Six points behind yeah. Melbourne City, despite the fact that yeah. City, by Two the way. Yep, exactly. Yep, exactly. Andy, <clears throat> City got up 4 0 over Western United. Uh, Nick did. reckons this is their biggest statement win since the 7-0 victory over victory all those mm. months ago. Uh, do you <laughs> agree with that statement? It's up there. I don't know if it's quite as big. Like, 7-0 is obviously a bloody huge statement. But, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was definitely an incredible statement, uh, you know, against the, the reigning champions, you know, trying to put some of those grand final demons to grand bed. Final, yeah. They defeated them pretty convincingly the first time. The first round? Was it the first yeah, round? I think it was first round one, round? yeah. I can't remember the scoreline, but... It's like 2-0, two, two two nil. Nil. maybe 2-1 at best. Yeah. So to put, yeah, 4-0 um, past them is a pretty good effort. Obviously, they're, they're nowhere near up to the standard they were last year, but... It's good to finally put those grand final demons to bed. Especially when like um, they've found some form recently as well, so this just puts them straight back to square one. True, yeah. It's a big reality check again yeah. for Western, and it yeah. just looks like um, the confidence of Western United, especially the... They're not playing finals. Nah, nah. I think they're... I'm, I'm putting a line through them. Jesus, yeah, mate. Cool. Putting a line through them as well, but their confidence just seems at rock bottom, you know, like especially the, the defence... Putting so much pressure on, on Jamie Young, you know, especially Lacroix, you know, passing back to the keeper and not even getting it to him. <laughs> the ballerina. Yeah, oh, ballerina it into the goal. You know what? That was so... I, I watched that goal live and I saw the interception. I'm like, oh, you know, they're building the position up. And you think after a quick interception, you're like, oh, they'll cut it through. They've got options, options coming thick and fast. And... The cross was pretty poor. Like they picked out the one Western. Yeah, United the, the, the lucky, like, terrible ball from Yeah, the, it was a terrible cross. Yeah. But he know he knows yeah. that like and, of, and, of all those strikers, like apart from J Mac, obviously Lacroix is the the second best option because he's yeah. banging in goals Number for fun. One mark. That's, That's right. right. He is <laughs> definitely. He's in I, form. I, yeah, I think that was a, a, a driving from. They could have. They could have won five or six now, I reckon. Yeah. They were well on top of Western United. It mm. wasn't even close. The, the, the ease in which they got the goals, Tilio just running. Yeah, just ran through everyone. All across the final. No third. one could touch him. Uh, yeah, Jay Mac barely looked like he put any power on the shot. Uh, and it went through. Mm. Oh, wow, that's oh, such it's a, it's too he's easy. He's got a bit on him, Jay Mac. He's got a bit on him. That was a nice goal. Oh, he's got a bit of. Yeah, so. Oh, it's a nice goal, but it looked like, you know. Like they looked like they were running away from the ball that was going into the net, you know. Yeah. Mm. 
Or maybe that's the wizardry of Jamo. Thoughts on, on Tilio. Oh my god, that back pass. Thoughts on Tilio's goal as our goal of the week there, boys? It was a very nice run. Um, I'm, I'm going to say yes, but that, that's biased. Yeah, slide in there, Andy. You, you do your <laughs> yeah. thing. I'm trying to think of the goals. I think Laquaz, uh, Fucking hell, mate. Was, <laughs> was, that, was David Ball's goal last week? That was last week. Last week. That was last week. That was a good one, though. Last week. Yeah, that was a good goal. Yeah, that, this week was Zavar. Was that Carlo Armiento's week as well? Yeah, yeah. Armiento was last week, oh, too. Wow, You're all over the place, Damo. <laughs> no, was the that the same week as Carlo Armiento? Yeah. Um, anyway, I think, yeah, whatever. I, even though <laughs> I think Tilio actually scored it. I think it was more of a Neil Kilkenny deflection more than anything, but... I don't think it was uh, deflected in the end. Yeah. I think he goes to the left of Jamie Young, but it ends up deflecting to the right, which actually looks like a better shot anyway. Mm. Oh, fair shot. More, it's more about the run, though. It's more about like the, the how run, it got yeah. there in the and first And the place. shit defending from McClay. <laughs> just, yeah. just gets out of his way. You could also say that way. that's his... Sixth goal of the season. Yeah, Lacroix just yeah. like so, sidesteps to fucking Netherlands. Yeah, like, where are you going, mate? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and can, I, can I steal some... Can I uh, push in? Can you already me? have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's time, ladies and gentlemen. The, fu- the fund has already been stolen. But Leo Lacroix, you were the peak A-League moment of the week. Nice. Well deserved. Love that. That is the well, best. I reckon, I reckon, you're queuing up a few votes, mate. I reckon you're getting up there, son. This is the peak A-League player of the year. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait. Can't way. wait for the vote count. To be clear, this is, this is peak moment for all the wrong reasons, obviously. This isn't... And I would just say, I haven't been taking notes, so I'm going to have to draw for all the podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. The more views, the better, mate. Are you you didn't watch <laughs> it. You wrote in the Google Doc. Uh, what has what has happened this season to the big Swiss? More like big Swiss cheese with all them the holes. The big Swiss cheese. Wow, he's gone there. Got him. He's gone he there. Finished got the him. sentence with a got him. He went there. <laughs> it's a day for puns, boys. It's a day for puns. Fantastic stuff. Does, oh, does Lacroix need to be dropped to the bench next week? Just they can't. To, just they don't have anyone to replace him with. Like uh, they don't have. Yeah, I know, yeah, but it's just. Like, it's a recurring theme all the season, yeah. 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 It's just a nightmare like, season. Something's got to change. I can't think of a season like anyone's ever had a worse season. It's like... Such a fall from grace. Jealous, you know? Yeah. Uh, and with Western United, you know, we talk about continuity versus change. But it's... Oh, no, Nicholas! It's so true, though. That... That game, if we mentioned continuity, we mentioned I mentioned continuity versus change from round one, where Melbourne City just looked fresher against Western United, but that was early days. That was the first game of the season, and you could be forgiven for thinking, you know, it's, you know, we'll see where Western United go with this. It, we're now 10, 11, 12 rounds into the season. Eleven, and the the, the difference is immense, and. Melbourne City are a team that it looks like they can do no wrong. Oh, yeah. Western United, on the other hand, it, it's just they look tired. They look 
Old. They're a short squad. They're an old squad. They're a, they're a squad without any spark. And like in terms of the centre backs, they're, they're a squad of battlers. They're a squad of battlers and team players. And the whole thing about having battlers, you know, to plug in roles in your team, is that you normally get one or two good seasons out of them. So you've got a squad of eleven people where you can only get one or two good seasons out of them. And it just so happened that one or two good seasons uh, resulted in a, a premiership, a championship run. Ah. Yeah, you know, you got you got to have a bit of change. You got to keep it fresh, and it's not any discredit to the players. You know, there's countless examples of teams across sporting uh, diaspora where they've had a team that's good enough for four weeks. You know, that's all. You know, amazing, good enough, like good enough for a whole year, but then excellent for four weeks. I like what and, you're saying. I like what you're saying, but I, I don't yeah. think I don't think Western United are a team of battlers and team players. I think they're struggling with ego at the moment. I think you look you look at yeah. Priovic oh. and Lacroix both pouting their way out of the club actively. Terrible behaviour. Uh, Aloisi yeah. needs to sort yeah. that out. You got bringing in James Trevisi. God, who wasn't he? Is he injured or is he just not in the squad but, at the moment? He's not in the squad. At the, he could be injured, but like. Just bringing in James Troisi, like it just shows no lack of. It's just a lack, a lack of awareness of of what of the current situation. Like yeah. Troisi was good four years ago, maybe, and for their centre backs, like they can play Lacroix, who's a, a liability right now. They can play Top or Stanley, who'll get red carded no matter what, or they can play Jacob Tratt, who I don't really know much about him, but according to Damo, yeah, is he, incredibly mid. I mean, yeah, he is pretty mid, but like. If you put a young Aussie centre back in that same situation that Lacroix is in, you don't end up seeing that player again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He scores an own goal, he plays like utter trash, <laughs> and he is then most likely just kept on the bench and then likely just released. I had a mate from. I'm not a mate, someone I knew in my high school year level. Yeah, very friendly terms. That was in the Melbourne Victory team, and he got absolutely, like as a young centre back, absolutely rinsed by Florian Berenguer uh, one day. Uh, I think he's in the NPL now. Yeah, he was a very nice lad, so. But yeah, it's a tough, tough world out there for centre backs, and Lacroix's getting, you know, like Damo said, a lot of young lads uh, would get, you'd never see them again, but Lacroix is getting. A free ride, that's for sure. They need to change a team. Continuity versus change. <laughs> Who should they be looking for, Nick, in the transfer window once it opens tomorrow? Transfer? That's an odd time. Is it open tomorrow? Yeah, it's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a centre-back. I don't know who, but a centre-back. The transfer a- window. Well, well that's, a, that's kind of yeah, like the beauty in our A-League transfers is that um, they just need someone... Even someone that knows nothing about the A League, uh, you know, anyone like mm, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I, I, I think I said that like, last week too. Like the uh, best players, like not 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 like not we're not talking about Marquez here, but the best, some of the most enjoyable players in the A League, like a Thomas Sproich or a Ninkovic, you know, they're not players that they're not. They're not like they weren't poached. They were, yeah. they were recruited as part of like, you know, um, practical scouting system, networks. Yeah, yeah, a system, and they've flourished here, and yeah, they just need someone really. Yeah, agreed. Um, on the other side of things, though, City looking pretty dominant. I'll ask you, Andy, my second burning question of the night. I'll take a bit of a, 
a bit of setup. But obviously, with the additions of Thomas Lamb, uh, Valon Barisha, with Geordie Boss really establishing himself as a dominant fullback in the league, with McLaren, Tilio, Naboo all scoring goals, is this mm. the best Melbourne City team that you've ever seen? I think it is. I think it is looking like it's it's even better than um, you know the year we won the championship. Like um, I know there's a long way to go for this season, but you know this early on, I think City's just looking a class above the rest. You know, there's I feel like there's a long way between them. You know, they're six points clear on top of the ladder with with a game in hand. Um, and yeah, just those players you mentioned, they they're all finding that that peak form right now. They're all scoring goals. You know. And um, everyone knows that City's uh, forward line is just so so potent, and when they're all yep. performing at their best, uh, it's just unstoppable. You know, it's it's hard enough for the opposition when one of them are performing well, but it just seems like everyone's clicked at the moment, and I hope it continues. But yeah, <laughs> I'd, uh, man, the defense as well, like yeah. yeah. Even the defense right. has been yeah, great. Yeah, I think the the Paramount cameras scanned across the bench. And there was like um, Nuno Raish, yeah, Florent Bianghe, yeah, um, and like Naboot, Jamison, Galloway, Naboot. and Karis Gomorra. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. So mm. those all those players would one hundred be one hundred percent be starting at other. Yeah, clubs. definitely. They'd definitely. all be starting at Perth Glory. Hundred oh, yeah. percent. And keep in mind, uh, Bjarnge has only just come back from injury. hasn't played. Returned from injury. Yeah, yeah. hasn't played mm-hmm. any games yet this season until till this week. And um, they uh, they have needed him, which is a testament to the the depth of the squad. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's almost unfair. It is it's crazy to think about. Yeah, it just makes you wonder, um, you know, which players are going to start thinking about overseas moves potentially. You know. Um, yeah. Hopefully not in this. That's the only thing I think that could derail the, this this campaign for City is if a couple of those like, stars. Who are the only likely? Um, probably maybe Geordie Boss and Marco Tilio. Aiden O'Neill. Maybe I think Geordie Boss. Yeah, I'd like to see Aiden O'Neill go overseas in yep. the spring day. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think he has to have somewhere to go. I think Aiden O'Neill would be a good inclusion to like a Scottish Premier League. Yeah, uh, that's what I um, think. Too. It's a, a tried and tested route. Um, yeah, <laughs> send them all to Scotland, boys. <laughs> Even Garang is going to Scotland. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's right. I mean, we uh, lost actors over there. It's a tried and tested route, especially for Socceroos play development. Yeah. Yeah, but like going back to Melbourne City, I think that Geordie Boss probably should stay another like a full season. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I think um, you don't uh, want to rush I, too I soon. I think he should try and sort out a lo- a, a move in the summer slash winter. And uh, yeah, I think Tilio probably needs to go as well. He's playing well. So out of the two, yeah, Aiden O'Neill and Tilio. Where would you put like with Geordie Boss and Tilio? What, what, like, what kind of caliber of clubs you reckon? Because I'm thinking, like, Kilio could, you know, make it in, you know, uh, uh, who's at my door? It's probably the cat. Um, <laughs> Stay focused, Nick. For God's sake. I see him. Could make it to like a mid-European league. Uh, yeah, I see uh, him going to an Eredivisie Belgian. Yeah, yeah, or a Belgium Belgian Pro League, or. Or maybe even probably Turkish league is probably not the best option for his development. Nah. 
Uh, you know... Just go to Hearts. Just join everyone else. He's definitely not a Scottish Premier League player. No, go to Hearts. Nah. Rock up with Rolls, nah, Atkinson, Devlin, Quoll, and Tilio all no. over there at Hearts. No. <laughs> no. no. I think Aiden O'Neill, uh, Aiden O'Neill's <laughs> going to Scotland, but maybe Geordie Boss. I'm not too sure. But... Nah. I actually do think he would... I actually think he would suit a French team. And I reckon it, it could happen. With the city no, obviously. To, 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 to. Yeah. yeah. I actually, I could see it. Yeah, that'd be, he could go be a bench yeah, one with a It wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Like, that'd be fun. The purpose he, of having an Australian manager in the it. top league. Yeah. yeah. And, like, he has the, the physical attributes to get straight into the first team. Like, mm. uh, he's, he's also, his, his technical ability is also quite sound <laughs> as well, but just his... his Physicality and he's was he your like your young player of the week there Tilio? Tilio, yeah. No, I was gonna go Silvera. Ah, Sammy Silvera, the boy from London. I like it. Good shout. Yeah, but yeah. I I don't want to say uh, Tilio with the the foot skills he's got. I don't know about the physicality though. I guess that's why you're saying the French. No, thing, I'm, I'm talking it... about Boss. Oh, with Boss, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Ooh. So you say? So I think he could go straight into like a a trois mm. and. Be be a left back. Be their left back. No disrespect to whoever they have uh, at left back at the moment, but I believe it's pronounced Troy's. Estac Troyes. Troyes. Estac Troyes. That's it. You nailed it, Jashan. Yeah, I'll be interested uh, to see how Paddy Kisnorbo goes against Carl Mbaps. Well, he just got roasted two 0 by Lil. So uh, by Lily. Yeah, by Losk Lil. So yeah, not ideal. Jonathan David, there are running him ragged. Hopefully, he doesn't <laughs> lost faith in the squad. <laughs> Fuck! Oh no! <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't become this <laughs> <a> duck. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. All right. That's yeah. Okay. That's enough. That's enough. End the podcast there. It's too good. That's too good. I didn't see that coming. I didn't think you could what, top what, the lost what sanctions. Oh no! Yeah, what? No, no sanctions. Melbourne victory. Never heard of them. Uh, do we? Do we want to touch on either the Perth game or, or the or the MacArthur game, or, or go straight to the um the big news story of the week? Well, I just wanted to touch on how up and down MacArthur's season has been. <laughs> Honestly, it's, yeah. it's mad. It's madness. One week they're almost grand finalists. The next they're bottom four, absolute drivel. I think yeah. even even for like uh, the pretenders, I, I dubbed them last week. But I reckon even MacArthur were expected to get that 2-0. Well, Newcastle is shit, so it's fine. Like Newcastle, they, they, uh, I don't yeah. know where to for Newcastle. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm really lost for any sort of where to from his. No, nah, no, nah, neither of you go. Andy, you go. It's, it's Andy's turn. Yeah. And go on here. Oh, mate, I can't say I watched this game. Where did Newcastle go? Where do, <laughs> where do they go from here? Jeez. Good question. Well... What is uh? What about Carl Jenkinson? Does uh? Does he need to drop out of the squad? <laughs> he got score? benched. He got benched. He got he benched. Needs to go home. Did he miss he the whole benched. game? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm out of answers. Carl, Carl needs you to go. perform at his best in order for them to perform yeah. well. Does Pappas need to go? Pappas Damatis. Possibly. Possibly. Give him. Pappas Damatapatapas. Give him to the end of the season. I, I, I don't know. But uh, where's Mikkel Tatsay's goal scoring form? You know, like he's missing yeah. penalties and. Down the drain with P. 
Pena. Yeah. <laughs> so he needs to sort himself out, start practicing some more penalties. And... Bloody hell. It's a tough Him one. and LaFondra down the training ground. Yeah, that's right. They can practice together. Yeah. I think the, the best thing that Arthur Pappas could do is book a flight to uh, um, Glasgow, South Korea. Yeah. Talk to, to Daniel Pena. <laughs> and even on one knee. <laughs> Please come back. Because he's done his ACL. Uh, oh. oh, no. Yeah. Rough. Oh, no. Take so, him to come back to Newcastle. Lots of people doing their ACLs recently. It's yeah. good to see it. I think he did it a while oh, ago, really when he, as soon as he moved over to Korea. And That's played. unfortunate. That is yeah. so unfortunate. Um, did, did you watch... Which, which other games did you watch, Andy? Um... I watched uh, a bit of the um, Sydney Wellington one. Um, the city one I had to catch up on. Um, and the rest, just, just the highlights. It was all good. Okay, fair shot. All right, I'll, 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 I'll hold off on you until we get to the victory chat because I oh, know no. you've got thoughts on Melbourne victory. Yep. Well, <laughs> but, um, Andy, Andy's busy um, cleaning Novak Djokovic's ass over there at the Australian <laughs> Open. So. Oh. That's right. Oh. Yeah, it's important job. You hate to see it. Yeah. <laughs> that orthodox Christmas meal. That's it, mate. Um, Nick, do you, you still think MacArthur are pretenders, or, or does this restore your yes, faith? Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, they'll probably somehow finish fourth. I don't know. <laughs> They're going to be that team that's going to finish like in, in fifth or sixth, maybe even fourth, and just like get a grimy one nil win in the elimination finals in the first round against like whoever's unlucky enough to miss out on the top two between Central Coast and Western Sydney. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, that, that's about me done. I've got thoughts on <laughs> the other two games, but uh, that's, that's, that's for that game. I tell you what Newcastle need. They need someone to, to pull the strings in midfield because their midfielders mm. are a joke right now. They just... Well, that's what, that's what we've been saying for, yeah. like, the last five weeks. I know. Sure. Well, no one can do it. They, 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 they tried some new names here. I, I don't recognise Grotzos and I don't recognise Timmins, but they were they were both pretty yeah. shit. They were. <laughs> and um, it's, they're more, just so, much of a much as, you know. It's just the same thing. Yeah. What, what do you reckon about a, this um, uh, demo? Johan... Wait, what's his name? Sorry. Crap, is it Johan? Yeah, Johan Kabai. Yeah. Oh. He's a free agent yeah, right now. A, um, is he? Juan Cabaya. Yeah, Juan Is it Cabaya? I used to play for Newcastle. Yeah, he used to be an absolute free kick god. Yeah, according to uh, Football, that's that's spelled F-T-B-L, a, a nice little local Australian. Oh, yeah, football.com. That's the yeah. one. They reckon he's, uh, he's a marquee signing, ready, prime, right he for the taking. He shouldn't be a marquee signing, but okay. Um, <laughs> I would, he'd be an awesome addition to the league. Yeah. When your team. Recently played for Al Nasser. Yeah? Yeah. Um, formerly of uh, Cristiano Ren- uh, yeah. Vincent Bubica. Yeah, Vincent Bubica. <laughs> My guy has been delisted. That's what you, you hate to see that. That's that's brutal. For, for that a, is bullshit. Sign a Bubica. There you go. Clubs. Perth Glory. Sign Vincent Bubica. Brisbane exactly. Raw need a new striker. He's 32 or something. So Sign Vincent Bubica. You're oh. in the right age to be a, oh, a marquee signing. Exactly. When did they um, cut ties? Uh, well, apparently it is rumoured that he is being uh, let go to f- so that Cristiano Ronaldo can... Isn't he going to go to Allegedly. 
Abu Abu It could be. Yeah, I, I saw something that he'd be going. Uh, yeah, and Bushikos is going to <laughs> Man United, <laughs> and, and Ronaldo is going to Almeria. Yeah. It's, it's a bloody trade deal. <laughs> yeah. All on freeze. I did oh, see that too. Except for Waycross, is is going to transfer. No, I don't go to United. I'm pretty sure Abu Bakr was it. Besiktas before that, didn't he? Go to Brisbane Raw, mate. That's the that's where the real you know that's that's so, the real marquee I'm not, move. Come to Besiktas. By the sound of things, uh, Man United are giving up cash and Ronaldo to get Veghorst in, who is probably going to be better than uh, Moni Ronaldo. Um, <laughs> Moni Ronaldo. <laughs> Vote Veghorst. Who is that? Where, where does this come from? The dark. Mm. Uh, but yeah, for MacArthur, uh, Davila was class. Uh, Alisson Touré, I think, is having a sneaky, very good season. Um, uh, I think he could be better. You reckon so? He's taken yeah, Arzani's starting he spot. Some, he's missed some pretty guilt-edged chances. Yeah, he, he's chipping and in with a couple of goals and three assists he, so far this yeah, season. He's chipping yeah, in, he's chipping in. There's a decent goal, but for... His age and for his experience, he should be doing a lot better. He's 22, you know. 22. He's 23 this year, and all right. He should be should be starting to um, get up into those five to ten goal seasons. He's got two so far. He's got two, and we're 11 games into the season. Oh, bloody hell! You're harsh. Jesus Christ. For his quality, he is. He came. He burst onto the scene as a. 20 or 19 year old scoring in the FFA Cup final Ugh. and he hasn't done much since yes injuries and all such but this is the same person that was being you know linked to moves to Manchester United wow um, into youth at the youth um, teams and stuff fair so, enough Damo's got high expectations. Don't mind me. I'm just eating a halloumi chip at the moment. No, that's fine because it gives that's me good. more time to talk about how Alassane uh, Toure should be doing better. <laughs> Two goals and three assists in eleven games is pretty good. Two goals and three assists in eleven games. It's uh, it's not bad. It's almost one goal involvement every two games. That's not bad. Uh, so it's um, it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it should be better. All right. Andy, your thoughts. Andy's got nothing. He's <laughs> <laughs> taking the wrong time to take it. That's why um, that's why uh, the host, mate, because you don't have the you don't have the senses, mate. The host senses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's heartbreak. Andy's completely oh, dirty, dirty. There he is. He was there the entire coughing. time. He was just ignoring Damo. Sorry, well, I was coughing. I had to mute my mic. <laughs> oh. You know what? Good um, good initiative muting the mic there. That's, that's good you. thinking. I like that. Yeah, that my mum us... was taking out the bins before. Did you hear that? <laughs> no, I, I did, didn't. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I've got I've got people playing classical music outside my fucking window. Shut the fuck up. My cat, my cat was uh, doing uh, dives into the smoothing bag, like into into a canvas bag. He's just like, oh, what the fuck's in there? It's all like diving in head first. Shout like out a to, uh, to Hugo Boss, mascot of the show. But uh, we should move on. Time is running short. Yeah, um, let's talk about Melbourne Vic Hall. Western mm. Sydney versus Perth. Quick comments. Perth, Glo- yeah. Perth Glory won back. a game. Uh, d- 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 
No, Western Sydney should have won. They missed their chances. I, uh, I don't know. This was weird. It was a good goal. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> Anyone else? It's is... just making the gap bigger, isn't it? Yeah. Like, no one's going to catch Melbourne City. No, and that's I, right. I, I, I must say, like, quick... I won't say too much, but quick tidbit. I'd rather be a Perth fan, uh, despite the horror start to the season and the Newcastle fan. It looks like Perth are getting some momentum playing at Macedonia Park. Big ups to them. <laughs> Full crowd. Yes. Uh, and, you know, a bit of a bit more time in the city of Perth, a bit more home time for the local players. Uh, doesn't hurt the team spirit, so big ups to Perth. Yeah, that's a fair and point. Western Sydney uh, might be slipping up their opportunity to, yeah... It's a, it's really a, a, a two horse race for second spot. First place is already off the cards, so might be uh, given advantage Central Coast in the in the race for a top two spot. Disagree. It's a three horse race. I tell you who's in there as well. Brisbane Raw, the only other team Ooh. who have only lost one game this season, apart from Melbourne City. Brisbane Raw. Yeah, mm. The boys don't go the, down. They don't concede. Yeah. Mate, Kai Truen's a fucking star. I'm telling you right now. He is. Only conceded the same amount of goals as Melbourne City. Future mm. soccer yeah. Water tight. Agreed. Kai and future soccer rook. Armiento, get him in there right now. Jay O'Shea, class, never in doubt. Uh, Jack King gets the best right back in the league. Um, Courtney Perkins, probably the best young player um, in the in the entire Australian football footballing setup. He's, yeah. a, he's a gun. That's exactly yep. right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like to say Brisbane Raw have been greatly peaked uh, interest wise. Oh. Yeah. They wouldn't, they're not, I will be honest, they're not a team that, like Central Coast, where I will the, be glued. The games are boring. The games are boring. They mean business, a bit like Western, Western United last year, except they're not quite up to the top two status. I think West Brisbane Raw, just because their lack of uh, offensive output, uh, and their brand of football is offensive to my eyes. What do you mean? I thought Jay O'Shea's shot uh, on goal was absolutely incredible. Oh, n- nah, son. Uh, nah, it's, son. It's a good shot on goal, but <laughs> it was a good goal. The frequency is what's missing. Do attention. That was a pushkas contender. There was only one shot on target the entire game for, for Brisbane yeah, Raw, and it was that one. <laughs> the deflection <laughs> right over the keeper. Absolute incredible you, technique. You hate to see it for Matty Acton's sake, but it was it's quite <laughs> funny. Probably Brisbane can't win a pushkas. Nothing from the A League will ever get within a ten yard pole of the pushkas. Oh god. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Tony Popovich has used his tenth different formation in five games. He started Josh Berlanti as a right back. Back. Oh, he started Falami as a central midfielder. Oh, I don't know what's going on. Nanny's broken. Nanny's done his ACL. No, oh. <laughs> um, Andy, do you actually? You know what? Final burning question of of the night. <laughs> I think we've only done one burning question. We've done two. No, we did two. What, Figure it out. What, what were they? But there was, there, was, there was the one to Damo, I remember that. And then one to you. No, one to Andy no, about one, Melbourne yeah, City, whether this Andy, is the best yeah, Melbourne City yeah, team yeah, he's ever seen. Oh. Which means Nick is the last one standing. Uh, does Nanny's injury actually help Melbourne victory moving forward? <laughs> I was actually thinking about this just 10 seconds ago. Um, so We're in sick, baby. It's the host senses coming yeah. out. <laughs> uh, it's not even in the running notes for anyone listening at home. Or in your car. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm freestyling or, these ones because I've done zero flight, prep. Or on your flight from Auckland to Abu Dhabi, you know, whatever you may be doing while listening <laughs> to the potty. Uh, uh, shout out Jeez. our Auckland to Abu Dhabi uh, crowd. <laughs> what are you talking about? I think 
with Lewis standing out, I think it just makes it worse. I know there's an argument that Melbourne victory had attacking stocks, which could have been described as too many cooks uh, spoiling the broth. That was literally uh, one of your quotes, <laughs> was that bringing forward a would mean there'd be too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, too many cooks in the kitchen. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, look, it probably is, it's probably a bit of a blessing to have on this attacker, but uh, like with all these formation changes, there's, there's no saving them, and... And, and Nani wasn't having a great start to a season. Um, unfortunately, did, can someone confirm? Did he injure his knee in the game, or was it a uh, uh, training injury? I think it was during the no, game, wasn't it? Because it was he game. started. But like, right at the end, wasn't it? Like in the 98. I saw in the match notes. Yeah, he, he had it. Yeah, he. Um, but he still got had some up, contact or something. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. And well, then found out there was actually ACLs. Yeah, well, I think it's a shame to see him go. He was, yeah, he didn't have the best. He, on a scale of you know, oh, he, like he was shit. performance, yeah, he was shit, but he was not Leo Lacroix shit. Uh, <laughs> you know, he, at least Leo Lacroix scored goals. He was bossed <laughs> by the boss. He looked like a permanent, uh, permanent uh, school age boy, uh, looks wise, and yeah, he, it was a shame though because like he was getting some shots away for once. Uh, yeah, the Yeah, yeah. To answer the burning question, uh, my res- my response has not been sizzling. But <laughs> it's been a slow sort, hey? Simmering. Yeah, I, I, it's a, it's a, it's more like a slow <laughs> I'd say it won't help. They need they need yeah. The off season can't come soon enough for victory. It's still Damn. a long way away. Damn, not even yeah, halfway through the gonna, season, mate. Probably going to be some wholesale. Wholesale list changes in that. There's gonna, in that aspect, I reckon that they're not gonna be able to keep same same squad, especially in attacking players. It would come from a variety of reasons, in my opinion. Uh, well, one, what's still to fall out from this these sanctions? Yeah. Uh, so it'll be financial uh, discontent from the players. Uh, uh, further, just a bland, yeah. boring year that's just got, not going to work. Yeah. That's just generally not good for squad retention. So, yeah. uh, if you're so a victory fan, up. just you know, uh, you know, go to your local beach, dig <laughs> a little hole, and put your head in the sand. Jesus, <laughs> mate! Weather the storm, and hope, I hope for the best at your club. Go, uh, go and watch the big bash instead. I hope. I hope. Go and watch the big bash. I hope I hope for the best that the club can weather the storm financially and that the weeds are rotted out. Um, active fan wise, it's um, the truth is to the A League you need the big the A League needs to keep the big clubs in it. And it, you know you can't. It's like it's like the AFL. AFL is a bit different. It will always be financially successful, but is it is it unfortunately for for fans of the. Uh, smaller clubs or interstate clubs uh, does a certain nauseam, but when the big four AFL clubs are doing well, everyone seems to pay a bit more attention. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, but that's just uh, how it is, though. When you've got more of a fan base, that it, it generates more money, generates more yeah, but all their fans are bloody, all their fans are dickheads. So that that's just a ridiculous uh, thing to say. That's. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to slide in, mate. You're talking too long. Okay. Yeah. For a start. Um, 
we'll, we will get to the sanctions in a second, but yeah, to have victory playing this poorly, like it is, it's, it's especially with a league like this where there are only two clubs in the league who have yeah. more than 10,000 people attend their games on average, and that is Sydney with 18,000, victory with 14 and a half. Um, like, it, you need to have butts in seats. Just for generating match day revenue, just for generating, just to just to show other codes that like, okay, this is this is the real deal. Like we've got some 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 things happening here, um, and I think now with the is it the rest of the season that they're not allowed to have home fans, or is it going to next season as yeah, well? Yeah, rest of the season, no active fans. Uh, no active fans, right? No okay, yeah, fans and only members are allowed to go to the games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. It's going to have a huge impact, especially if people don't want to go and watch them play because, quite frankly, right now they're playing like arse. Um, Popovich needs to be sacked. Uh, Yeah, change needs to be made. I still think they've got the personnel in the club. I just think they need a bit of a spark, and I think Mm. that has to come from the coach. I don't know if you boys agree. Yeah, I definitely agree. They're like, uh, as you said, Sean, they've definitely got the personnel, but they're just not performing like they should be, you know? Like, uh, where's Brimmer? You know, Johnny Warren medalist last year. He's been quiet. D'Agostino mm. not scoring. Uh, Conomides, you know, these players, they started off the season really well, especially in that first game um, against Sydney. You know, everyone thought victory was going to have a great year, but, um, yeah, they're just just really underperforming for what for what they should be. Yeah, and, and getting booed off the pitch is... Yeah, it's not a good look. <laughs> is, I mean, considering uh, the crowd... Hasn't, that hasn't happened since the 7-0, right? Yeah, probably not, actually. And it was just just an Brutal. eerie uh, feel about it, like just watching on TV, like the compared to a, every other victory home game where they get big crowds. Once you take away the uh, the active area and all that, like it was just really uh, really quiet. You could hear the seagulls and uh, just the, yeah. I don't think they suit it. Like they're you know they're not used to playing in front of such small crowds, victory, and I think they're really uh, no. feeling the pinch of that. They they were probably calling up the Western United boys like Jesus right, yeah. every week. This exactly. is, this is <laughs> far out. It's by the way, Macarthur already have more uh, fans attending their games on average than Western United. Do, oh so wow! There you go. The cowbells. Bruma used, used to be a Liverpool youth team product. Oh yeah, Jakey Brimdog, the Brimdog yeah. millionaire. But uh, shall we get into the sanctions, boys? Yes, please. All right. So, the show cause notice and everything, all of all of the uh, the fallout from the pitch invasion has come to a head. Uh, Football Australia has fined Melbourne Victory only five hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So four hundred fifty thousand dollars in fines and then one hundred thousand dollars in damages to the stadium. If uh, I'm lost revenue, not I think hundred k in lost revenue. I think it was the other way right, around. Right. Yeah. Okay. Put a leg. There you go. Uh, the club the club has to block access to select seating behind the goals, and otherwise restrict seating in the north end of Amy Park to registered club members for the remainder of the season, uh, including the finals, which they won't be making anyway. Uh, there's a direction, they have to include a direction that no specifically allocated club supporter seating at the club's away games will be provided for the remainder of the, of the season and the finals, which they won't be making anyway. There is a suspended 10-point deduction... So that basically, like, they haven't haven't been taken, uh, the points haven't been taken off just yet. But over the course of the next three seasons, if something like this ever happens again, then Football Australia are allowed to take ten points away from Melbourne Victory um, at that point. 
and the round eight match between City and Victory will be uh, replayed in April from the 22nd minute. So I guess yeah, they'll, they'll recommence it with the scoreline City 1, Victory 0, and then go from there, which is interesting. a, a creative way yeah. to, to do things. Andy, I'll go to you first, mate. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs uh, middling for, for the way Football Australia have handled yeah, this. Yeah, thumbs middling. I think uh, there should have been a bigger punishment in terms of points. Like, I know they've got the 10 points suspended uh, punishment, as you just said, but I'd say it's pretty unlikely that they're going to, that something like this is going to happen again within the next three seasons, but you never know. Um, and yeah. I also think that, you know, obviously a little bit of bias here, but they probably should have. Uh, just handed out, you know, a forfeit win to City for that one rather than coming back and replaying it. Um, but I, I guess the fact that they're resuming it from, you know, 1-0 up uh, 22 minutes in, I guess that's somewhat of an advantage to us as a uh, City. So, yeah, yes, it's better than replaying the match from, you know, from the start at, at nil all. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think it probably could have been an, a little tougher but in terms of the financial sanctions i think that's that's still a pretty big hit you know 500k um for a club that's already in a lot of debt uh it's not going to be easy yes and yeah you want you just wonder how many <laughs> how many fans do they lose you know how many fans are not going to come back after this season um you know it's a long time to not be able to attend a game if you're you know if you're not a member or if you're part of the the active area so do those fans come back at all do they you know switch to another club i just can't help but wonder what the uh you know what the north end's going to look like next season whether it will, will be as full as it has been uh in the past but it'll, it'll be interesting to see well i i'm i went to um the sports center over in parkville today because the uh the national futsal championships are being held at the moment oh. and my cousin oh, is yeah, playing oh. my cousin's playing for queensland in the age, the, the the 13 year old age bracket nice. so i went down there to have a have a little watch banged in a goal shout Rock- out to sebi <laughs> he killed it now nah, parkville oh, park- oh. yeah parkville just uh next to the zoo mate mm. oh, really? over there in royal park yeah Good stuff. Right, the state netball and hockey center. That's exactly right. Um, and I saw more Western United fans than I did Victory fans. There you so, go. Yeah. There you go. I know. I'm not going to mark, but <laughs> at my workplace, there's at least two Western United fans, one Victory fan, and one City fan, which is yours truly. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, they're, they're they popping their, up all over the place. Their favourite striker's name on the, the back of their shirt. Uh, no, they were wearing like a training... Like yeah, a, no, I saw a Diamante and I saw three training um, jerseys or like oh, those yeah. jackets that they have. They are, it, it's, a, yeah. it's a nice colour scheme, I will say. It's a Kappa, yeah. The kappa. Oh, they've got a Kappa Kappa. By the way, um, to, the kids who are competing at this, this championship, they have, like their families have to pay upwards of three Whoa. grand to get them there. Like yeah. the state footballing associations are not paying for anyone. Oh, it's absolutely yeah. it sucks. So just shout out to the funding in, in Australian football. You'll love to see it. Yeah. But um, yeah. what about yourself, Damo? How did you find these sanctions coming down from Football Australia? Uh, it was pretty obvious, isn't it? You kind of knew this was going to happen. Uh-huh. Uh, whether it was as firm as it could have been, uh, that's up for debate. Um, I personally think that they should have been a bit harsher. Mm-hmm. In terms of points uh, or in terms of fines? Uh, in terms of points, 
However, obviously the non-relegation factor yeah. uh, doesn't really help. So obviously, yeah, more, maybe more of a fine could have been suffice. Uh, but I think the general consensus from the majority of people would consider this to be quite a light, uh, a light, um, yeah, reaction. I think the harshest section is is the lack of fans for the rest of the year. I think that's probably going to have that the yeah, most impact in reality. So. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Nick, you were pretty uh, vocal in the group chat today that um, yeah, you thought the, yeah. the game should have been given to City. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'll just run through my opinion of um, the sanctions quickly. So, um, and and let me know if I've forgotten like any of the key dot points from the sanctions. So the first one is the fines. I don't have too much of an opinion on the fines. They're probably pretty rough given the financial situation we talked about last week. Uh, it's probably all the money they have, uh, to be brutally honest. Uh, and, you know, for comparing fines that have been dished out and stuff like the AFL and NRL is kind of apples and oranges com- considering the financial situation of the league uh, or the financial situations um, that have changed since the pandemic uh, and less cash flow generally being available. Yep. Uh, so the next one to go on to is the fans and fan bands. I think... Look, I was pretty vocal when the incident first happened out of emotion that they should have, like, no fans for the season, like, straight up. But I think with a bit with a bit of um, calm coming across this situation since I think it's an appropriate fan ban, uh, so, so to speak. You know, it's uh, focusing on the issue of the North and still allowing victory fans, like, families to still go to the games... And can't and you know show the negligence of their actions still. Uh, I, I think though it should have gone a step further, and this might be surprise. Oh, can you guys hear static? Yes, I can. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, this might be a surprising opinion considering uh, I'm a Melbourne City fan. Yes. I think the next <laughs> Melbourne. Do- the next Melbourne Derby, uh, so the next full game Melbourne Derby, I should say, fresh Melbourne Derby, should be played with zero fans. <laughs> I think. Right. I think I think it should be played with zero fans. And as in victory versus city, disregarding West. Yeah, United. victory versus yeah. city. Just 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 for this season, zero fans. Mm. Uh, I I think that uh, I think you can't say like oh. City fans can go. I think it should be just zero fans, especially. It might be an unfair punishment. No, for I think to agree. I, I think they should have done that uh, as the one like blanket, like close, close doors game, and I think that would have been su- sufficient. Yep. As far as the resumption of the game and the points, I think that was a poor decision. If you're coming out with a press conference saying that victory brought the game into disrepute. And these are the words they were using. Uh, so far, I watched it live on the ABC, uh, you know. So, real disrepute. It's on the ABC 24 yeah, channel. Yeah, disrepute, uh, indeed. Bringing the game into disrepute, uh, making it an unsafe workplace for the referee uh, the Melbourne and the Melbourne City goalkeeper specifically, as well as uh, pl- the other players, officials, and including cameraman personnel and uh, staff. Uh, that work for the stadium and the broadcasting, 
who have nothing to do with the spectacle of the der- like the derby emotions wise they're just doing their job if you're coming out with this strong uh, formal language that has been proofread by lawyers which is basically determining that uh, Melbourne victory were negligent in managing their fans and in creating an environment that uh, contributed to a safe workplace for all these people that were Amy Park and the field of play as well as managing the field of play are their workplace if you're coming to that conclusion I think you can't I think you can't then say the game will resume at 1-0 after 20 minutes. You're saying, well, you, you've just basically led to say Melbourne victory is guilty is guilty of uh, of the charges we present. Uh, it should be, it, sh- it should be, it should then send, they were no longer worthy, you know, to conclude, to participate and conclude the game. Therefore, it's a forfeit from Melbourne victory and it's 3-0 to City. I think that's a fat load of bullshit. Um, I think the game itself is of the least uh, matter in this particular case. Like, it's one game. Uh, City are on top of the yeah. table. Victory will be in the bottom four. It's not going to change anything whatsoever. Yeah. It has the and least think... impact. And I don't think it really matters. Yeah. I think the fines... Honestly, I think they should be fined a little bit more. Like, well, Sorry, I just um, left out the points deduction. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's... Yeah, look... It's fair and unfair because I think the point deduction should have come from the automatic three 0 Winter City, and uh, and then uh, having uh, I think it's I think I kind of agree with Football Australia's position here that having the having the threat of a points deduction for three years too, yeah, and they don't specify what could trigger it, which might make it which could make it stronger because it might mean that. It's no nonsense for everyone and creates that culture. Three years is a long time, so hopefully it creates that culture. Absolutely nothing's acceptable. Uh, but I think... So I kind of I kind of agree. Like, the, the threat... It could go yeah, both yeah, ways. It could be... The threat, the threat is there, so no one will put a toe out of line for three years. Or they haven't clearly stated what could trigger that, so people might try to tempt fate and like, see it as an empty threat. But I think it's probably better that it's it's a threat rather than automatic ten point deduction because there's there's no precedence for it, so they can't just take points away. In my opinion, well, they could, but in my in, turn your phone it off, boys. <laughs> it should. I think it's more powerful as a threat because then people already then now people know what the consequence is yeah no I, I totally agree they won't they won't fuck around because they've already found out uh, I totally agree uh, it's worth noting that Victory have been given seven days to appeal the decision but um, Victory very quickly came out and said that they would accept all charges and just I think they want to just move move beyond at this point and try and get as far away from this incident as possible and try and, and, and figure out what they can do on the pitch to mm. change things but it's also worth noting that there's a, a bit of pos- like a positive to come out of this is that the FA have developed a new task force. Really? Um, which sounds a little bit police statey yeah. um, now that I say it out loud. But specifically to target active Ooh. fans and kind of riotous groups who would look to do something similar like this again. So um, hopefully that kind of. Uh, minimizes the risk of this ever happening again, but I guess only time Hopefully will tell. Hopefully, it doesn't go too far though. Like you don't want them to, you know, try yeah. and kill active groups altogether. 
Yeah, it's also a fair point. I feel like now the dust has settled, like I was feeling pretty emotive about the incident when it happened, but considering what to do with my membership, for example, uh, low-key I am considering what to do with my membership because I feel like I'm not going to enough games and that that's on me, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, no good. Sorry, sorry <laughs> to drop that one on <laughs> you, Andy. You're a bad Because <laughs> we do go to the games together. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Andy's got Johnny Cabal yeah, to go yeah, with his got the squad. And he's got he's got Sarah there just frothing yeah. over Marco Tilio the entire right. time. <laughs> Biggest fan right there. So, but but I feel I feel my personal action towards the Sydney the Sydney Grand Final decision because it looks like it's going to stick. I think uh, it's the boycott the final series in my opinion and just not attend. Maybe watch on TV, but uh, no. not not attend. And I'm definitely not attending the game in Sydney. Uh, probably because I wouldn't be able to, um, I wouldn't be able to justify money at such short notice, uh, in one week out. Hmm. Which plus you, know, you don't want to go all the way to Sydney just to watch Melbourne City lose to Brisbane Raw one nil in the final. Oh, exactly. If we were playing a genuine away final in Sydney, I would, def- I would be like so excited and genuinely considering how to get up there. Like, would I drive? You know, where can I get cheap accommodation? Like, stay at a hostel. You know, but there's just no motivation for me to do it if we're going to play, you know, like a Brisbane Roar and lose 1 0 to a Carl Armiento <laughs> banger in the sixth minute. <laughs> uh, and then a, a Nuno Ratio no. goal um, at nah, the not this year, mate. minute, you know, somehow works his way back into the side. Shout out to Carl <laughs> Armiento. I, I just, I just, I, I think it'll be the, the best showing the fans could have made to protest this decision was the walkout, especially in the Melbourne Derby, and that blew up in our faces, and it was really disappointing. Yeah. So the second yeah, best yeah, thing yeah. is just to have what what would have happened um, through natural causes anyway, a poorly attended grand final. I'd be interested to see if New South Wales and Sydney-based clubs, namely Central Coast or Western Sydney, since they're a chance, will boycott the final if they uh, make it, or the opportunity will be too good to resist, because they're only human. I honestly think, like, once the grand final comes around, most people will have forgotten uh, about the drama. and Unless it's too interesting. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the yeah. thing, isn't it? Or, or even <coughs> a interstate team yeah. by Melbourne City, we'll who don't have a big travelling base. We will see what happens. But um, regardless, I think we can all agree that the most embarrassing thing for victory to come out of all of this is the fact that uh, Tony Sage, the owner of Perth Glory, <laughs> came out and said that Melbourne Victory were the Glory B team at the moment. <laughs> That's pretty is... pretty harsh, isn't it? Like, coming from bottom mm. of the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Melbourne, Melbourne, it's going to be a tight tossle at the top for um, for peak A-League uh, player and team of the year. Maybe they should be separate awards, but yeah. Melbourne Victory can't get their sponsorship with Bonza. In, up in the air. <laughs> Who? Um, they can't, you know, all this shit. Worst season ever. And then, like, on the unfortunate side of PK League, Nani does his ACL. Nothing's working for them. Like I said, they just need to put their... Like, the fans just need to, like, you know, get the Sony, get the Sony noise-cancelling headphones out, put it on to full, and just play Hello Darkness, my old friend. And just wait peacefully until the new season comes around because Bloody there's hell, no Nick. escaping. There's no escaping this nightmare. You are just so dramatic today, man. Fuck me. Bring back Swiss cheese, Nicholas. 
getting all depressed oh, on geez. you. Um, any other that, thoughts, fellas? Any other thoughts on on the victory sanctions before we move on to transfer stories and then wrap things up? No, no, I think we've covered it. No. Smashed it, love it, good chat. Well, um, there have been two transfer confirmations and one rumor that uh, should have us all pretty excited, fellas. Matty Ryan is going to RZ Alkmaar, and Garan Qual is going on loan to Hearts. Rumor? Nah, it's pretty much confirmed. It's 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 confirmed. The Hearts Sweet. fellas have come out and said, yeah, he's he's coming to he's coming to Hearts to join Cammy Devlin, Kai Rolls, and Nathaniel Atkinson over there, yeah. the fourth Australian. It's good stuff. Uh, which move has us more excited, boys? Um, I like both of them. But yeah, Qual probably more for excitement, and then Ryan, it's more relief, I guess, that he's out of uh, Copenhagen or wherever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Qual's definitely the more excited. Uh, sorry, Dan, I was cutting on your opportunity, but Qual's uh, definitely the exciting one. I mean, it's it's nineteen. Like Matty Ryan, this is more like a like. A common sense move and a bit of a thank yeah. god that's over and hopefully this one works out. Uh, Matty Ryan, uh, he's 31, isn't he? Will he make the next World Cup uh, to be determined? So yes. for, for his best interest, you want him to get as much game time as possible between now and uh, 2026. Uh, and he, yeah. he definitely has a role to play in the Asian Cup yeah. uh, later this year. So Matty Ryan's only 30. Him. I reckon he's a, he's a lock for the next World Cup if he keeps playing. Yeah, oh, yeah, he'll especially be, he'll be in the squad, but uh, yeah, he's starting goal. He's the best, though. Uh, but we need Matty Ryan, you know. Uh, getting some consistent minutes. We got one. We need to be greedy, you know, for these things. We want our players, you know, getting consistent minutes yep. all the time. That's so, right, yeah. uh, but Qualls, I'm most keen for Qual because he can oh, be anything. Yeah, it's gonna be real exciting. That's right. And um, the the last big rumor we've we've talked about it a lot. Where Harry Suter would end up. Uh, Damo, the three teams allegedly mm. interested in his services. Yes. Uh, Leicester City. West Ham United and Wolverhampton Wanderers. Damo, mm-hmm. which team do you want to see Harry Suda uh, suit up for? I think the the most uh, ambitious team, and they're not obviously doing too well either of them, or all of them. All of them, yeah. All of them. So, I I'd probably say Wolves. Ooh, okay. Uh, He's I not Portuguese Leicester. though. Uh no. Leicester under under Rogers just doesn't it's not doing it for me at the moment. Uh, I think they need a bit of a change up, the continuity versus change. Yes. Uh, um so That's my line. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I I think seeing him at Wolves would be pretty cool. Uh and I think he would get more game time there. Mm. I tend to agree. I mean, West Ham centre-backs... Oh, look, look, none of these clubs are doing particularly well. Leicester have 17 points. West Ham have West 15. Ham, and yeah, historically, historically West Ham... I, I wouldn't mind seeing him at West Ham. That'd be a pretty cool move. But I think Alongside Angelo Ogbonna. Yeah, exactly. Like, in terms of ambition, you're just... I thought Wolves would be doing a lot better than they are. All of these clubs, but, you would have expected a bit more. Exactly, from, yeah. These are all teams that were once upon a time like in the top seven, eight yeah. of the Premier League. So it, goes, it does go for swings and roundabouts. I mean, we got 
Oh, well, I was about to say CRPM too. <laughs> the, the last shows how much I'm watching the APL lately. Um, <laughs> I don't watch any of it. I'm A-Liga for Always. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, even if he goes to the uh, a Wolves and he plays really well, like, he's already in, in at that next step to get to a, um, I don't know, I wouldn't say Man United, but a... Well, West Ham finished fifth last season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's, like, there's, yeah, these are big clubs, obviously. I mean, I think, I think Leicester's probably the one clubs. I'd yeah, you want, like to you see. Want players, like, it doesn't have to be, like, teams that are at the top of the table. Just being at big clubs gives you yeah. that... Like, the same as Celtic. Like, Aaron Moyes at Celtic. It's a huge club, like, huge fan bases. That's where we want our players to be. We want our players to be at big European clubs. And, and game time. Yeah. And getting game time, so... Um, yeah, look, it's, uh, for me, I just hope he ends up in the Premier League. I don't really care which team he goes to, because yeah, he needs that, that window. He needs that, uh, needs to prove himself at that level and then get himself into the next step of his career, which is the one where ultimately everyone wants to be. Yep. I like that. Good take. Strong take. Any of you boys have any uh, Harry Suter thoughts for me? No, I think Damo's uh, hit the nail on the head there. I'd love to see him in the Premier League. I think, uh, yeah. yeah, why not? I agree with Damo. Damo is known Absolutely. for hitting nails on heads. He, he makes good I, I, potato I cakes and he, and he nails good, um, he handles <laughs> good nails. I think, I think yeah, West Ham's a good good choice. I feel, I feel, I feel like with, you know, Harry Suter uh, coming, young centre-back coming from the Championship, you know, to, to the EPL, he'll He'll probably only attract, uh, you know, those clubs in the bottom half, and especially like Leicester, uh, Leicester, West Ham Wolves, probably all like one game based on the table, one game away uh, from falling into the drop zone, uh, depending on results. You know, it doesn't it seems it's pretty tight down there. So either way, he's going to be in the firing line. It's going to be a baptism of fire. So it's just pick your worst poison and mm. just pick the one where yeah. uh, one probably the bigger the club. Uh, the right balance between the bigger the club and more the game time, probably game time to be honest, uh, is probably the way to go. Game time's yep. the one. Alright, I like it. That's that's good stuff there, fellas. And I think we'll wrap things up now. It's been a it's been a good no. back and forth today. Um, lots to talk about. Some good games, some uh, dramatic storylines, and oh, some exciting stories. Yeah, you boys staying up towards down. Perth and Brisbane at ten thirty. I'll be yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I'm not saying. I will be packing boxes. I will yeah. absolutely be asleep. <laughs> Should have offered my help today. No, no, don't be ridiculous. You are. Um... Uh, I spent my time doing the notes. Exactly, you uh, helped. Um, you helped. Plan I just like the, I just like want to just want to give a quick insight to um our very small viewer uh, listenership uh, about I just give a shout out to the incredible work that Deshaun does uh, behind the scenes oh. he is really the glue he's not just the host he's the glue 100%. of the podcast always with the notes I think unless unless yeah. Damo and Andy have been chipping in oh. unbeknownst to my knowledge and always with the late night editing and the social media game yeah. he's a he's a king of the show oh, you're, you're, yeah. you're <laughs> making me blush Nicholas you're making me blush <laughs> you're gonna I make me Damo with his new uh, his new uh, profile picture might um, start <laughs> <laughs> check out Damo's new Facebook profile picture it's a cheeky one he's got a bit of a cheeky grin on he's looking good to, you're looking in good shape there Damo you've been working it's out you have the privilege of being Damo's Facebook friend <laughs> yeah that's it 
just just add him. Damon Sarah. Okay. NPL player or scopes is the best Twitter account <laughs> going out. Uh, apart from the four <laughs> men wall uh, Twitter account, of course. Uh, it posted in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a crazy Christmas period for all of us. Well, I think um, at that stage we weren't sure if Twitter was actually surviving. So. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, anyway, by way, I mean, because uh, that's that's why. That's meant to be my. Uh, yeah, thank you, Dick. Check out uh, the Instagram, online hub media. Check us out on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, all that fun stuff. Thank you, boys, for today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, lads. Uh, and, thanks um, again. Yeah. Great app. Go Perth Glory. <laughs> Great app. Yo 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 yo. <laughs> Andy Gibson <laughs> with the bars. Uh, it's been uh, the poor man. Well, thank you all. Mm-hmm.